Hi, and welcome to Chelemoji Chats. I'm your host, Liz Lee, otherwise known as Chelemoji, and I'm here to talk about tips and tools to help you on your cello journey. Hello and welcome to episode number eight of Chelemoji Chats. And today I wanted to talk about something that I have been seeing in my students and I often see in a lot of beginning cello players. And that is being aware of what your left hand thumb is doing. And this is something that in the very beginning we talk about it. We talk about, hey, our thumb should be behind our middle finger of our left hand. And it should basically form this C shape with your left hand to make sure that um, you are having a proper left hand shape when you're playing. But then after that, a lot of times we don't really always address it. And oftentimes, more often than not, um, the thumb will start to drift behind more the first finger rather than the second finger. And in the beginning, I'll be honest, you know, you can still play pretty much everything in the cello book that you're probably at in that in that uh, time period of just being in the beginning cello books and playing all the beginner cello music. But once you start getting into more advanced stuff where it is required for you to do extensions, then the thumb really becomes an important part of the hand structure. Um, if you have a giant left hand where your fingers are long and you can, you know, reach over an octave on the cello, then sure, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you can <laughs> you can probably do whatever you want. I mean, people were saying Rostropovich, Yo-Yo Ma, and uh, I think even Starker, Jana Starker, the, I mean, they have giant hands. They could, they, they can literally do anything that they want and the note will come out. But for most of us, myself included, I have a pretty average size, maybe small hand, and you have to work pretty hard to make these extensions work. But one of the ways to make them work easier is push your thumb up further. So if you imagine that normally it's underneath your second finger, right, your middle finger, and if you move your middle finger up for a big stretch, then the thumb should also move up to stay underneath it. Another way to think about it is if you hold up your hand and make the number four with your thumb tucked into your palm and you spread that four with your fingers out as wide as possible, that is basically what an extension is. If you turn it and then put it on the fingerboard of the cello, then that will be kind of an essentially the the shape of an extension. Obviously, you're going to have to curl your fingers and make them round and pick a string and a specific note. But to understand where the thumb should go, um, you can do this off the cello by making this giant number four with your thumb. Now, the reason why I bring this up is, again, we don't often talk about our thumb once we talk about the initial hand shape. And I think this really becomes important because as you're getting into more and more music, um, you start to see extensions and you first start to see it at the end of Suzuki book one and then so on after that. And one of the things that I commonly find is that 
some of the students get really frustrated. They're like, why is my pinky always out of tune? Or <laughs> maybe they're not even aware of it, but it is always out of tune. So as a teacher, I'm like, your, your pinky is always out of tune. And sometimes even the second finger can be out of tune, especially if you're playing notes like an E to an F sharp to a G sharp in first position. That can be often very commonly out of tune. So the instant I tell them, just move your thumb up underneath more uh, closer to your pinky side, almost as far up as it'll go, then they really just don't miss any of the extensions after that. So I would really challenge you to really pay attention to your thumb. Now, the other aspect about the thumb, which I have been finding myself saying more and more to students lately is when you're on the lower strings, when you're on the G string and the C string playing uh, the cello, make sure that your thumb is not wrapping more around the neck of the cello. So sometimes people just want to like push their hand in more so that their palm is really close to the neck of the cello and they're trying to play it almost like uh, how violin and viola players kind of wrap their thumb around their neck, their thumb starts to do that on the lower strings. Again, if you have giant hands, you can probably disregard everything I'm saying right now. But for most of us, if anything, your thumb actually needs to be more out on the opposite side. So on the A string side is kind of more where your thumb should be because that will help you give more leverage to get the string down on the lower strings. So if anything, just remember when you are playing on the G string and C string, you want to make sure that you can pull your hand out more so that that C shape, that circular shape is maintained and it's not getting more clamped on to the neck of the cello. I know this is sometimes a little bit hard to visualize, but maybe you can listen back to on this podcast episode later while you're by your cello or, you know, if it's if it's a, a student or a child of yours that is playing, you can just kind of observe and see what they're doing with their thumb. It is not the finger that we think about when we're playing the cello. We think so much more about the other four fingers on our hand. But I promise you, your intonation is going to be so much better once you're aware of the whole hand, of what it's all doing, even all the way down to your elbow. So we talk about arm placement to make sure that there is a straight line from like the knuckles of your hand all the way to your elbow. And if you find that you are touching or resting any bit of your hand or arm on the cello, I will guarantee you, you're not making that straight line. So these are just minor things, but these are some quick tips that can give you such quick wins. I mean, wouldn't you just want a simple like five second fix so that your intonation is better this is that fix i mean this is that guaranteed uh I, yeah so far I, I can pretty much guarantee that your intonation will be better if if you are listening to this when you're trying to do extensions or if you're finding your pinky is always out of tune double check what your thumb is doing double check what your arm is doing and give these a try and really feel like your fingers and your hands are in balance, that you're not feeling like you're clamping down or that you have to squeeze extra hard on something. If you are just feeling balanced and feeling almost like your fingertips are, you know, buoyant, so they're, they're you know, flexible and able to kind of, kind of maneuver around, you're going to find that 
your playing is going to get much faster and much more accurate as well. So I know this is a short one, but it's an important one. I really think paying attention to what your thumb is doing. I can't emphasize this enough. I've definitely made a YouTube video on this one point here, but um, you know, check it out for yourself. Give it a try on your own cello and let me know how that goes. If you found this podcast helpful, you know, be sure to pop on over to Apple Podcasts and the rate and review this podcast. I would really love to hear from you. Um, and also, you know, thanks so much for listening, for your support here on the podcast as well on YouTube. Um, I just love trying to help other cello people um, get better at playing cello. So I really appreciate you listening to this. And until next time, guys, cello on.